All right. Good day to everyone. Good day. Is is Miss Asha available as well? Happy day to you, Keister. Welcome, Happy everybody. Day. <laughs> what is a, a what is a, an appropriate greeting anymore? Now that we know that English is 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 witchcraft, black magic. What 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 is a proper greeting now? A song. A song. Oh, tricked me again, did you? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that it's um, so fun to hear your energy every time. You're just uh, just really, really honored to get to do this each and every week and BBS Radio as well. Thank you so much, Asha. Maybe I can start us off. Okay. <clears throat> uh, we'll see how close our synchronization is <laughs> with topics today. <clears throat> and it goes off an album called Synchronicity uh, by the, the police, and I assume it'll be appropriate for today's uh, topic. Let's see if I can get this right. 50 million years ago, you walked upon the planet, so Lord of all that you could see, just a little bit like me, walking in your footsteps. Walking in your footsteps, walking in your footsteps, walking in your footsteps. Hey, Mr. Dinosaur, you really couldn't ask for more. You were God's favorite creature, but you didn't have a future. Walking in your footsteps. Walking in your footsteps. Hey, mighty Brontosaurus, don't you have a lesson for us? You thought you ruled the world. Always last, there was no lessons in your past. You will build three stories high. They say you would not put a fly. It was, if we explode the atom bomb, would they say that we were dumb? We're Walking in your footsteps, walking in your footsteps, walking in your footsteps. And that's how we'll start today. Thank you very much. Fantastic. From the being who created music and harmony, such an honor to hear your songs. I think he tripped a little bit today, but he, <laughs> anyway, um, I find that appropriate following up. Uh, we got through last week's show. We're all here. Looks like we made it. What, We're live. What kind of topics? What kind of what kind of topics would you like to start with today? I would love to focus on solutions. Solutions. Well, there is an excellent solutions person here today. Would you like to say hello? Hello. I wonder who. Oh, hi. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> mermaid. Morning. <laughs> I can caffeine feel you in the background. Yeah, caffeine works. <clears throat> yes, please start us off. Um, I really wanted the uh, really wanted the mermaid to sit in on this if she could, and so we got her off her her, uh, her rock, and here she is. <laughs> Thank you for being with us, mermaid. It's such an honor. So, Kuster, you had brought up a really interesting point a while back, and you were saying that, for example the border experience that many countries are having was initially activated by, let's say, the dark, 
but the juice behind it, the energy propelling it and expanding it is actually us. Would you please explain that to the people? Right. So um, it gets tricky here with English language. I'm sorry I say it so all the time. Notice the other animals speak differently. <laughs> They're telling it for you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, by the way, I do not have any pet birds. That's all nature, folks. That's all nature. Uh, <clears throat> the if the, there is some diagrams um, uh, at some point we'll put in with the historians that are coming in through Project Review Q, but I'll give you one real quick you can look up. If you go to um, a blog blogger known as Eva's one, she made a book uh, that is uh, it is predominantly um, transferred information from some of the galact- some being the keyword of galactic councils. In there, she's also done paintings, one of which is the Sea of Joy. And so if you do, I encourage you to buy that work. They, they do have symbolism in there to help uh, stir um, ancient memories you have. Be careful with them, though. There's still symbolisms, and they still can trigger other things. But um, the Sea of Joy is exactly what you're going through right now. So your, your, your planet is changing and evolving. You're going through the ascension cycle. So... Uh, scale, size, everything is now up to you. So when you perceive that there's more land mass in an area, <clears throat> there will be. And so, and and this has a lot to do with with time too. It's not as dramatic as I'm making it sound, but for the most part, your your beliefs and your knowledge are now coming together, and they're going to compete now. And this is this is what you're going to see in your relationships. Uh, um, uh, when we talk about love, the expansiveness of love, the opportunity to stay in a place of love is your natural state of being and or knowledge that you're going to get coming through you all the time now. So you'll have uh, very few limitations going forward here as we perceive space, because there's no such thing as time or space. So now when you work with a planet that's going through the ascension cycle, you all the rules are off. So when you go to the border now, um, Things can, are going to start changing. If you believe you're going to have trouble at the border, as an example, you're going to have trouble at the border. If you believe everything's going to be uh, perfect at the border, it may be perfect at the border. It may not. <clears throat> but if you know you're going to another destination, things just fly on by. Is that a fair statement, Asha? Very well said, as usual. Thank you. Yes. So I find it. <clears throat> I find us uh, the, the the opportunity we have right now um, is to start practicing with it and find it as our, our standard <clears throat> decision-making process. And why I keep uh, repetitively saying this is your, your nimble, it's never been more powerful than each and every day going forward now. <clears throat> You're getting a lot of support. <clears throat> and what, what becomes of this is um, massive amounts of knowledge are coming through your core now. And so when we start talking about solutions and so forth, they're going to just innately come through you. You don't need to know how they, you don't need, there's no gears to it. There's no buttons. All you do is just follow your, your center, your core, and the information will come to you. And that's where this this is the real race. If there is such a thing is we're getting so naturally intelligent that 
inventions will come out. Uh, we're going to get organized. We know that we know we need to get alignment with everybody, regardless of opinions. Who, who cares? Opinions are very valuable now because a lot of the knowledge that's coming through will help us sort it, sort it out. And we'll get as we get collectively aligned with each other, that knowledge is going to be the same knowledge and work together. I hope that helps. Excellent. So there is no time and space, but we can create time and space and we can align with the reality that we want to. So if we're talking about, let's say, the border invasions, the dark may have instigated the invasion, but when we get afraid and panicked and we watch the news, our energy is what fuels more of that. So what you're saying is that when we focus on the solution or on the reality that we want or the time and space that we want to create, then we move to a different experience. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. So uh, thank you so I'm uh, thank you so much for working with me yesterday. I uh, <clears throat> I'm truly You know when you're a superhero, you know, sometimes your attentions are pointed in other directions at a moment's notice. Okay, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I was making fun of all the superhero stuff that <laughs> but it's an inside joke, everyone. Sorry. Anyway, um <clears throat> Yeah, it's let's say, say it to me one more time in a little different direction and see if I can get a little different angle. So if we're going to focus on solutions, we, we must be aware that we are the ones who infuse existence with our ideas and our intentions and our energy and our light. And then we experience that. Right. So it, it, it seems... Um, that maybe we could model something. What would be an example in a day in and day out decision making that that would prove that? Well, give me an example. Mermaid, did you want to go first? Okay, so um, Mermaid deferred to me. Okay. As <laughs> um. <clears throat> For the most part, when we wake up in the morning, why don't we, why don't we just look at, and I know there's so many savvy people listening, but uh, I, I uh, do my best to accommodate all, all the people that show up on, on these shows, so bear with me a little bit. But it's, it's an opportunity each and every time you wake up. So waking up for me is you coming back into the body if you've been traveling at night. <clears throat> um, when you get that feeling that you are falling from a building and then all of a sudden you wake up before you went to sleep is uh, one of many examples of that. So a portion of you holds space in the body while the, another portion of you is traveling uh, in these wild adventures because your creative force is so powerful. So in your dream state, when you wake up, you can stay there dreaming, so to speak. So, but it doesn't come from the head. So when you, you're propelled by this incredible dream state from your heart, then the landscape in front of you starts changing. 
even though you may perceive yourself on planet Earth, you're actually the one creating planet Earth with planet Earth. And as, as re repetitive as I am about this subject, play with it in nature is the easiest way to check my, my, my words. Because the, the, the living beings there, they'll be more in alignment with themselves and then with you as you do the heartfelt creativity. So if you want to go to nature uh, because you can't wait to get out of nature, as an example, or you have to go dig a ditch in nature, it's completely different <clears throat> to survive, I should say. So play with those kind of options is my suggestion. But notice the feeling you have and how it changes from the moment you wake up and throughout the day, because it'll be fresh. Almost always is it fresh that first minute you're awake. Hope that helps. That was excellent. And many people may have had that experience where they're asleep, but they're awake in sleep. And if you're watching the experience you're having in that state, nothing bothers you. Everything seems so simple. Even if it appears to be a scary scene, you're observing it. And if you can bring that into the fully awake state, then it starts to change your life. And I believe the mermaid has had quite a few experiences of that in the past eight months where she's been aware of something very real for her. And then she can bring that beauty of it back into this experience. Mermaid, did you want to share anything about that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you, do you mean in the dream state bringing all, I, I call it like on the other side, if I, I'm not quite in this world, I'm, I feel like I'm in a, I'm, you know, traveling to higher places, so to speak. And then I wake up and I, um, into, I'll intentionally bring that forth. It's hard to explain. <laughs> it's hard to explain in a nutshell, but is that what you're talking about, Asha? I bring it yeah. forth in this life, this life, and then it helps me in my in my life. Well, I've noticed that since you started having those experiences, you're, you have so much more light growing every single day and so much more peace and confidence. And just your life is really expanding as you really are, are aware of those experiences and take the energy of how you see yourself in that. Is that how you would explain it? Yeah. Um have those. People might just call them really beautiful dreams, but you know, like what you just said before, you know, you're not dreaming, you know, you're actually in your true self, in your true form, really expansive and free. And then um, usually we forget, but when we do wake up and yeah, we hold it with us and bring it through, it just reminds you how, how um, just like incredible, incredibly massive it all is and how tiny um, and insignificant almost this life is not, that only helps with, with big events in your life and when you think everything's all too much or you have stress or this or that, you're like, oh, my God, this is all so easy. There's nothing to worry about when you actually see the perspective of what you really are and how, how massive it all is and how expansive you are and how you're just so free. You're everywhere and you're everywhere all at once and you're like, oh, this little experience is a piece of cake. What was I worried about? So silly. But when we're only when we only have the perspective of this one life and we're not aware of everywhere our, our spirit is, of course we can take it pretty seriously and get caught up and hung up on the small stuff. So it really it does help. Does Q have a driver's license? No. Q does not have a driver's <laughs> license. 
I'll come because they gave me a ticket. I'm not paying a ticket. Why would I do that? <laughs> How do you deal with that? How Jeez. do you deal with duality? Huh? He doesn't partake in any of the rules. That is true. <laughs> I have you breaking up just a little bit there, Asha. It's just kind of clicking in and out. Um, I noticed we got a little bit of tension today. Sorry about that. Yeah, thank you. I've noticed uh, sometimes I can hear you guys and sometimes not. So audience, we're doing our best, but uh, as usual. <laughs> so um, Houston, what you just said ties into what the mermaid was saying, because when we're in that awakened dream state, or as, as the mermaid says, in that other reality or that other space, we don't have thoughts or emotions. We just have an experience. So Keister, in this reality, you don't have a driver's license because that's not the experience you're bringing here. Would you resonate with that? Well, it's because I'm just, I'm making a, I'm going to revitalize the big wheel and it's, I'm going to call it the Keister and that we'll all ride around in big wheels again. <laughs> he, just like he does walk, walk the talk. He, he, he just won't participate in anything that's, that's basically fake, just a fake construct. And as we all know, 90% of this world is completely a fake construct, all the rules for sure. So he um, doesn't, he honestly doesn't uh, participate in them. And it's really, it's, I mean, I think, I think we've always had that in us, certain people, like I've been like that since a child and it comes across as being defiant. But I remember being at school and already knowing this is all fake. Like I never, I was never afraid of people in uniform and stuff like that. It meant, it meant, it meant zilch to me. Like I, it, cause you know, it's fake. It's already in you to know it's all, it's all make believe. So I, you know, I've never been intimidated by that sort of stuff. And I think that's a part of our true being like almost laughing at it. Go, are you kidding me? <laughs> you don't have control over me. This is all make believe. Okay, let's, Someone's made up these rules out of thin air and put it together. Let's let's see how, how synchronistic we are today. Walking in your footsteps. Walking in your footsteps. Hmm. Yeah, so so now this is how fun this gets here. Um, Asha and I roughly know what we're gonna talk about today, but it doesn't apply to the to the song. The mermaid does not know what we're talking about. And everything she said is synchronistic to the topic Asha brings and the song I sing. Interesting, huh? As always. That's how it works. That's how it works. Right, right there. If you allow it. Allowance is very important. But yeah, you're on a you're on a great topic. I just love the idea of so all of us now have opinions about uh healthcare resources, uh, excuse me, services. And uh, we're going to get so uh, knowledgeable now. And, and you're going to get a lot of help too, because uh, a couple of vaults are being opened as we speak. Not kidding. And we deserve it. We deserve a, a break here and <clears throat> give us a little gap in time so we can find our hearts again in, in some respects and, and find what we really, really, really excited to do. And you're on the grindstone all the time. Uh, it's tough. Um, getting out of out of your routine, we're we're used to karma is really wild, and it it makes like this this uh, this shoe that's so comfortable. You you just love getting it back on. The way we react to situations, we we're just really happy doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different outcomes. But uh, certainly, 
there has been a big change and you, and you can feel it. And the mermaid is a great measurement tool. Uh, I, th- I, I feel she would attest to it. What her transitions look like through the course of her life and knowing that she's been other people in the course of her life at the same time. Uh, she did not get indoctrinated. She knows how it works now because she is getting that natural knowledge back, which I call memories. Is that a fair statement? Yeah. Okay. You're outspoken. <laughs> right. Anyway, how else would you like to proceed today, Asha? So I'd just like to share that uh, the beings I know, also the other beings I know that share the mermaid spirit are also have been accelerating since the mermaid activated it. So everyone who has your spirit, anyone who's out listening there is also going to benefit from what you're doing with your reality. And imagine what would happen if everyone began living as authentically as Keister and the mermaid, where we're just bringing into our experience what we really, really love. Yeah, it's it's beautifully said, Asha, every time. Thank you so much. <clears throat> It'd be one thing if I, some not so narcissistic that I have the way. Um, I'm just stating that I didn't adopt any of these systems here. I, did, I, I, I didn't agree to any of these systems. I didn't agree to a birth certificate, a social security number, and, mm-hmm. and being uh, fingerprinted in prison when I come out of the womb. I, I really... Once you see it, when you come in and out of here so much, you can see the control is so uh, bizarrely organized. Um, As an example, people in Australia, they can't can't see that they're in the most trouble on the planet right now. They're they're not only being mind-controlled, genetically engineered, but they've also been put on an island where they may not be able to get off soon if they don't stand up for themselves because they believe the news is actually telling them the truth and people are pretending to fight the government when nobody is because they can make fake movies about people pretending to fight the government. That's real in the propaganda machine here, there, over here, everywhere. There, You cannot trust any of this media now. It doesn't matter where you're at. It can still be hacked and it's used as a tool to do so. So you'll learn from it. So if we shut it down and we say, uh, let's say we collectively shut it down, that means everyone, then would we would we learn our lesson, I wonder? What do you think, Asha? Well, if the mainstream media and entertainment can write the script of what we believe, then we can override that by writing our own script. And that's really, really how easy it is. <clears throat> Absolutely. So... Now we could prove to ourselves that the scripts being uh, the scripts that are bludgeoning us are actually up to us. So it's it's the 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 media is actually a pretty good tool to proof uh, that uh, the the delicacy of reality you you uh, explain so eloquently. Look how obvious it is now if we don't believe in something, if we believe in something versus when we know something. And I I just want as many people listening, turn in a project about this topic, any and all all day. So give us real-time examples is is what I'm looking for. One week you only live from the heart and the other week you live uh, from obligations or past obligations, family requirements, anything like that. One day, one week, I don't care which one it is. 
but give us some real give us some real study information so we can model a delivery package for you know our children, our next generations, and and how it works, and, and that's that's what happens here at the end of the ascension cycle. If I was to give encouragement, we all get our knowledge back. We we our BS meter goes through the roof, and we slow things down. That's the standard you can count on. I guarantee you that. Thank you, Mermaid. Did you want to add anything to that? No, that's okay. That was that was. <laughs> Perfect. A little, a little aggressive, but you know we're working day. It's a work day. It's PRQ day. <laughs> you know, recently Elon Musk was asked what was his solution to war, and not just any war, but the war in Israel and with Hamas. And he suggested to deploy conspicuous acts of kindness, which he uh, gave some examples of what America did for Europe and Italy and Japan after World War II. You know, most people don't know that America has actually done some good things, <laughs> but they rebuilt what was war-torn very conspicuously. They really made it clear that they were helping what was harmed. So that's a tricky line because we don't want to help the psychopaths, but we do want to live authentically, which is as source, we're peaceful, we love, we give, we share, we nourish and that would be a way of being authentic to ourselves is just continually doing acts of kindness, no matter what has happened, as long as we have the discernment not to empower the dark. Right. So misdirection. Now, can you ever, have you ever met Elon Musk? I have. I'm talking to him right now. <laughs> okay. So, so first of all, you can't prove that he exists, can you? If you've never met him, right? You never like touched him, like because remember, there's no such thing as time. So, how can you prove that body is a or the body reanimated itself in the time you're in with them? Tricky tricky example isn't it so does elon musk exist now that's right so does he exist right now or did you go to that place and be in his dimension reality with him so that's what you're doing everyone's doing that right now okay here i'll give you another one uh let's say the mermaid goes upstairs and i go downstairs I'm actually in a different dimension than she is. That's how that's how delicate our, our powerful creative force is between dimensional realities. That's what's going on right now. So that's what I'm doing my best to explain that if one that knows it, I, I got to get the word out somehow, some way, and I'm happy to take the hits all day long. I know this is the solution, and that is we're not in time and the, the media system that you have is engineered. It's very ancient technology, very ancient. It's engineered to get you on timelines that are not yours. And I know the material gets old. But so if, if the bad guys know, unfortunately, this is an, a, a dark alien-run planet, and you have a choice not to participate with them anymore. That's all I'm getting at. <clears throat> So if you don't know that you're being cut and pasted into a different or same body over and over again, out of time and into time again, 
How you wouldn't be able to recognize it because they overlap too closely. So all of you have the ability, everyone listening has the ability to be in multiple bodies at the same time because you're a fragment from your your part of source. You can do anything. You can have a, a, a lot more awareness. That's all that's going on here is you're bringing more of your awareness into physicality for at least the standard human mammal that's on the planet now. So when you start working with yourself, you can now decide if I want more recognition or less. So what I'm saying is you can't prove there's 20 of you on this planet right now because you can't see how, how hyperactive you are. That is, and that is what's occurring. And someone's cutting and pasting the time, getting you on timelines and you're, you're, you're playing, but you're not remembering you're playing. And I am as arrogant as that may be. That's what I, that's how I want to help humanity. I hope that helps. Oh, that was excellent. Thank you. Really well said. Would you like to elaborate a bit more on how you see it? Because you are aware of it. What does it look like from your perspective? <clears throat> so when we, when, when we come into the universe, we're more um, in a, uh, we're in a larger column might be one way to look at it. Light, your spirit, consciousness, whatever words you like there. They're all incomplete. You take that column of light and then you start expressing interest to, to do something else, observe something else, participate in something else. Some of it is orchestrated. Some of it is not. Some of it has um, a collective direction. Some of it is individual. You can, you'll never be able to put a measurement to it. You'll never be able to put uh, uh, a direction to it. Your universe, so if you do look at the universe, it looks like um, <clears throat> more or less a swell, a ground swell on the ocean. And in this case, your planet's on top of a ground swell going through the ascension cycle, as an example. That's what keeps everything moving. We, we energize the universe based on our desire. It's like you jumped into a TV and you made the show. That's what you're doing right now. You jumped into a TV and you made the sh you're making everything in front of you with everyone else. But the volume of light is now directed to multiple characters. So that character, so in, it, the way it gets confusing is the time delineation between the light coming into this type of a human and bef before and after, you're not able to recognize it like you would in a different type of mammalon. <clears throat> so typically, um, here's, here's what you would look like. You would be able to change the shape of you, height of you, color of you instantly, and know that you're doing it. So what I'm explaining is that light column that is fragmented and fragmented and fragmented based on desires and excitement to jump into that TV or the other TV, <clears throat> it, can, it can shatter multiple different ways because of its interest and its goals. So look at a human being as a very, very small portion of its origination and or light column and not recognizing itself. That's not an absolute, but that's pretty much how you would observe a normal mammal in here. And that's why it's so easy to abduct us too. That's why it's so easy for all the, uh, the aliens to play these games because you can't see that delineation between when you're coming in the body and that gap between living a life. 
hope that was a fair start. Oh, that was great. Would you say that you are the source of that stream of light looking from the source into all the different televisions that you're playing in? Correct. So that's so that, that's correct. So <clears throat> everyone can get out of this little trick. That's my great encouragement. Everyone can get out of this trick. And it, and the only way to do it that is a sure way, there's no shortcuts here for me, <clears throat> and that is to be authentically here or be authentically somewhere else. Okay, there's there's no there's no that source does not the light your spirit doesn't know anything else but being that's all it knows so if you're gonna if you're gonna play this is Kristen's favorite saying for me if you're gonna play grab ass you're gonna get grab ass okay if you're gonna just kind of be you you're gonna be kind to you and waffle through life but if you really 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 want to be here let's do it that's all I'm saying that's all I'm saying what do you say what do you say water lady <laughs> Flippers are looking good today. I agree, yeah, with everything you said. Caught her off guard. She does not like that when I do that at all. I gotta stop doing that. Just, she's just she's just not like us, Asha. She's you know, we're entertainers. She's <laughs> she's holding ground for the universe. She's got a little bigger job description than us, sorry. Quite quite a bit bigger. Yeah, and so it's exciting to talk about. Thank you for bringing this forward. And thank you for explaining it so well. So many people may have had an experience where they catch themselves coming back into the body and they can see their body from above. Now, if they take that experience and they go higher and see the part of them coming into the body, you know, just go a little further back. What came before they saw their body? Where were they? Who were they? Would that help to go back to source with your consciousness? <clears throat> yeah, I want to be, I want to be careful there because now instantly um, that if you look at how um, spirituality has been promoted here, there's the real fine line and delineation between being hijacked through the mind when you leave your body. Mm. So now you're, you're really close, but you have to do it through the heart. And I know that's what you meant, but most of us can't tell if we're doing So the knowledge that's coming through your, your core knowledge that's coming through and the mind that was engineered to control you are so close together in recognition you, many people can't tell the difference. Does that make sense? Oh, that's so important. Thank you for bringing that up. So telling the difference, for example, <clears throat> let's say that you are aware in the awake dream state and you can see your body and you go into your heart and you ask the question to see the higher flow of your light stream from your heart. Would that be maybe safer? That's exactly perfect. I'll, I'll show you what it looks like in depth. So, um, so the the good news is the bad news. Bad news is good news here. Um, they've um, destroyed me here so many times. I've gotten to practice for you. That's why I am uh, your your expert. Forgive me. I know how we work when we come back in. How we get 
how we phase back into the animation story of, of being a human. I know exactly how it works. I've done it so many times over and over and over again, just so I could understand it. So I, because it's very unique to have a karmic machine, I'm calling it a karmic machine. You can call it whatever you want. A recycling center here where the bodies are ch- changing, but we're not. It's quite, it's quite unusual to see this in the universe. And it is the great, uh, great war is how do we genetically get us stronger again through our own procreation, which we can do. But we, we have to change the way we are participating in this reality. And it'll take two or three generations, no problem. It'll be very simple. Anyway, I hope that was a good start to the answer. Oh, that was great. Can you please elaborate on that? Did you have something to say? I was just going to say you're, you're not um, – you guys aren't necessarily um, um, condoning or, or advertising leaving the body, though, because unless you know what you're doing, that's not a good idea. <clears throat> Right. right. So, yeah. So people who are, yeah, people meditating at certain core dates, uh, symbolism, 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 living outside yourself, uh, praying to something outside yourself, all is alien technology. All, all your numerical system is alien technology. So it lets, I just let it just allows other entities and whatnot to slip on in. Can do. So but but we don't recognize them because we think they're thoughts. Mm, yeah thoughts and so when you don't use thought as your primary decision making process it will never happen again mm-hmm. well but please remind me of the question asha oh that was such an important um note mermaid thank you for sharing that and i was so intrigued i don't remember the question <laughs> and that's what happens to us this is proof of what we're doing here we don't remember anything you don't need memory at all does this body I'm in have epigenetic memories? Absolutely. Does it have mind memories? Absolutely. Do I participate with it? Only if I want to. That's, that's ascension right there. And I don't want to be the, the golden pony here by any means. I'm saying that's just exactly how it works. You just don't do it anymore. You just quit. It just, just like that's why you don't go to the courthouse anymore. You don't want to. You don't have to think if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Hope that made sense. Oh, yes. And again, the two of you really do emulate that because the way you live, things fall into place for you without effort. Would you like to give any examples of that? Well, I'm going to be calling a few people this week, and I have a funny feeling they will not let me down. What do you think, Asha? (laughs) They never do. It's just, you know, when you pick your, when you, I'm, I'm making light, God, that never gets old, of our relationships are so important now is, is when you get engaged with one another now for all the, the same reasons, man, it's just beautifully done. It's just, and that, and I'm speaking for the mermaid, we realized that if we were lying to ourselves whether it was past relationships or future, we, we just know how it works now. We, we're not sure we can ever put words to it, but we want to be a model uh, while we're in here so we can show how it works at least and or, you know, be, be practice test dummies, if nothing else for you. That's what we're doing. Thank you. I, I do have a question. 
do you have to be out of your body to be looking down on it? Because if you're at the top of the source, you're looking down at all of your bodies, but you're in your bodies. So is that what you do? That's not the way we would explain it, no. Um, so the sequence of events, if we're going to use metrics that are here, <clears throat> would probably look like 150 times a second I'm observing myself in this life. But I'm also doing it on four other planets currently. I know it sounds bizarre to what you've been told, but that's what our capabilities are. That's what your capabilities are. I'm doing it with an intention because this is the ascension cycle. I always come in in the ascension cycle. And, I, and, and so what you're seeing, uh, the expression of myself, even your personalities are designed and engineered to somewhat manipulate you. So when you're your authentic self, notice that your personalities change a bit, wouldn't you say? Very much. So when you're observing all of the different experiences you're having in different bodies, is there a place you're doing it from, or is it all-encompassing of all of existence that you're simply, you are existence observing it all? What's a place? Exactly. So how would you put it? What is a place? You don't, you can't explain a place other than you. You are the one sustaining a place. Just because we're able to sustain a creation lightship to propel the universe doesn't necessarily negate that it's not a place. It's a creative force. It's a, it's, it is an energetics. It's not a place. It is able to be a place. It's able to move. It's able to transition. It's able to change form. It is creativity. It is creation. That's the best I can do. Perfect. So we did establish that you are the source flowing into these bodies. So there's no place. It's because this is all basically an illusion that we are creating. How would you put it? It's not an illusion. You created it, didn't you? But creativity itself is simply us playing. So we play with creativity and that creates what we experience. Would you say that? I would. The chair you're sitting in, is it still there? Only if I keep putting attention on it. Is, is five minutes ago still there? It's not. That's how fast we are. Nothing exists. Nothing we've talked about exists anymore. Nothing we said even exists. It's all gone. Not even the ground you're standing on exists from one second ago. It's all being regenerated by you and creation continuously, forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. That's exactly what I was hoping you would say. Perfect. Thank you. So this is forever the- and ever. This is the other key to how we pull our attention away from what we don't want because it doesn't really exist anyway. So it's a an awareness of that. For example, we began with the border situation. A lot of people are upset. But what if that's not that doesn't really exist in this moment? Seeing it that way can pull our thoughts and our emotions away from it so we're not lending to the creation of it. That's right. So <clears throat> that, that's an, exactly why it's so important not to leave your body 
That's why it's so important not to do hyperspace travel. Now, the we obviously are getting a lot of leash to communicate these these stories to you. I, I assure you, people like Stuart Serdlow, myself, many others, we went into programs to test bed all of it. We were abducted. We were stolen by the federal government. We're 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 just there. They were using us for my statements. There's no such thing as space and time. There's nothing. And we don't really have time to talk about anything else for me. If there's no such thing as space and time, then now it's all now it's about what do we prefer? And I'm sorry, mermaid, but you're way up there on the list. <laughs> Explaining to us um, that I was working with recently um, that saw that's that said, oh, like saw a picture of my grandma and said, oh, you were you were her, so you were your mum's mum. And I'm like, I hadn't even realised that, and then instantly know the truth. And then the other kids were like, how could that be? How can you be in more places than one? And the child went on to explain, really so obvious to the to the kid that it would that, that time and space isn't real. You know, it's all simultaneous, and we can be in many places at once, and that's completely possible. But with our linear thinking, it's it's so hard to comprehend. So those heart centered child is so easy for the, them to see, and then everyone else had to really struggle to to understand that. You know, you have to drop in into your your true knowledge to be able to understand that. But um. And yeah. and the and that's my best friend as well. Yeah. So I, I only hang out with three year olds. I'm going to get arrested for pedophilia or something now. I know. It's just, oh, hanging out with the little guys. Oh yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. This is this is what I wanted to explain. A lot of people. Um, it, it was a common theme here. I guess it's over with. Anyway, <laughs> didn't come off the way I thought. Of it. This is how. Powerful. This is how good the propaganda is. You, you have seen information that says the higher dimensional beings when they come down, they are almighty gods. Well, we're coming in to be just like you, and our power is our loving. We're we're so naive is our power. We're neutral. We are perfect. This is how powerful we are. We don't know anything until we go and do it, and we won't. We won't hold on to anything. So that's why you've seen so many superhero movies and uh, false God stories and how incredible Neptune was. I can tell you what it was like to be Neptune. No problem. But we've learned over a very, very, very long time that if we come in as these false idols, that's what you'll gravitate to, a false savior. So to be here independently, naive and loving and caring to receive and participate at the same time is the power we prefer. Does that make sense? Perfect sense. How many cents? Five? (laughs) Ramey, did you want to elaborate on what he just said? I completely forgot what he just said. (laughs) Sorry. Not that entertaining today, am I? Not that entertaining today. I know. I know. I'm not very good at paying attention. It's looking at the pretty big things out. When so one of this is an example. So when the mermaid and I are uh, merging energies, 
we don't see, and, and we want to explain how twin flames work too. That's our real, real passion. We can't see the other one's thoughts from the other one. We're, we're, we actually, uh, many times throughout the day, we do not talk, but we do participate in what we're going to do next before we even communicate about it. Yes, we talk all day, every day. We never stop talking. We can't get enough. But we we notice that more and more through the ascension cycle, the merging that we have is almost uh, almost one now. It's very close, wouldn't you say? There's, yeah, there's often times we there's, t- um, I mean, it, topics at hand and we don't even discuss them. We just have one look at each other and both already know what's happened and or what the other may feel and what, what may need to be done or whatever it may be. And it's all, it's all just done with feeling without discussing it. It's, it's, um, well, just living through your, your, your spirit, I suppose, and your heart. We can all do that. It's what children do. It's how they live. Where's my thing? That's what turns into where's my thing. So everybody wants a thing. So once you turn 10, you go, where's my thing? But prior to that, you were happy just playing in the sandbox, weren't you? Yeah. <clears throat> what else you got, Asha? Knowledge? We have about two minutes left. Did you guys want to share more about your the beauty and grace of your relationship so people can get a feel for what that's like to flow with each other's spirit? Oh, I got some discrepancies, all right. I got some discrepancies to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we we just um, we're just very connected as one, so it can almost be um, it can it can be tricky sometimes because we feel each other's stuff completely. So if someone has a lot on their plate and the other doesn't, the other feels like they do because they're feeling every single thing that the other one feels. So it's quite there's lots of intensities to it for sure that it's all mostly very positive because uh, the, the other person is exactly what you would want your, your partner, your mate to be, everything you could ever want because they already are, it's like they already are you, so it's always perfect. There's never an issue, like an issue with your partner that you really want to talk to them about that's bothering you and you don't know how to do it. It's, I guess it's quite amazing because that doesn't happen with us because it's like dealing with yourself. You work it out yourself. I don't know how to explain it very well. <laughs> I need to be more prepared for this talk. It's quite complex. We, we, it does deserve a quality time. But um, Let me get a couple updates yeah. in. Is that okay, Asha? Go for it. Okay. Thanks for hanging in there, by the way. You're doing a great job. Um, okay. So uh, the alchemists have sent in projects. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep them coming, please. Um, the administrators. Thank you. Thank you. Keep them coming. Uh, got a short list rolling. Um, <clears throat> the updates in Hawaii are unbelievable. Thank you, Ron A. And uh, can't wait to see that just explode. Um, sovereignty for the people. They may be our. They may be our template for the world. Who knows? Here, uh, we'll decide. Um, getting through our list of individuals in Australia. I'm working with Australia heavily this next week because they're the ones in the most trouble. I hate to say it based on my perception of the people and what they've brought to me. So those calls will be going out this week as well, but you just stay tuned. I'll have some updates when I call you. It's really to advance you in a really uh, tremendous way. 
And that's why I'm calling it. Anything else, Asha? That was a perfect way to close the day. To, to weigh in a day <laughs> is to say, walking in your footsteps. I'm walking in your footsteps. Is that our bye-bye? Beautiful, beautiful people. Beautiful, beautiful everyone. Beautiful, beautifulness to you. Beautifulness to all of you. I cherish every opportunity I get to interact with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Would you like to say goodbye as well? Mm, Thank you for listening, whoever's out there, and we love you all. Have a beautiful day or night. Kristen, Christopher, thank you so much. I love you, Asha. You have a beautiful, beautiful day. Love you. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye, Asha. Bye.